What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to today's episode of The Black Sales Professional. I'm your host, James M. Fields. For today's episode, we're going to discuss the four buying personalities that you're going to encounter during your sales career. Now, this is part one of a five-part series. So over the next five episodes or four episodes, we're going to discuss more in depth each one of the four different personalities. But today, we're going to give you an overview and explain to you why understanding the four different buying personalities is important. Regardless of your role, this is extremely important information and it will make your job much, much easier. If you're an SDR, if you're an AE, it doesn't matter. Every time you encounter someone, they have a a buying personality. And the faster and easier you, or I should say the faster you reckon you're able to recognize the buying personality that that person possesses, the easier it is for you to, to position yourself and to have a positive outcome. Now, let's just talk about buying personalities just in general, right? And when you really think about a buying personality, it's very similar to a regular personality. Um, and think of it this way. You like to receive information in a certain way. And let's just say, for example, let's say um, you have your bro- you're dealing with your brother and your brother likes to is trying to get you to do something and your brother is uh Give, likes to give these really long, drawn-out um, stories and explanations about things. But you like information real quick. It's like, hey, tell me what I need to know so that I can go ahead and make a decision, yes or no. That's your buying, that's your, the type of buying, that's your buying personality. Then again, you might have a sister that may, may not, may be different from you. That sister may like to have a lot of information before they make a decision. They may want to make comparisons. They may want to analyze everything. And that's their buying personality. So if you're trying to convince that person to, to, act, to, to, uh, to agree with something that you're looking to do, you have to match their buying personality. You're going to have to provide them with the information that's going to allow them to, in the way that they need to receive it, that's going to allow them to make a decision. Because... Going back to the first example, let's say your brother's giving you information. They're giving you these really long, he's giving you this real long story. And you don't like long stories. You like information to be short and concise and to the point. If when he's trying to get you to say maybe going to make an investment with him, 
if he's giving you these long, this long drawn out story, at the end of the day, you might not be in a position, feel comfortable in making the, in, in making that investment because instead of him just telling you the key pieces of information that you might want to know, Hey, how much you have to invest? What's the rate of return? And what's the risk with regards to losing your investment, which may be the three things that you want to know really quickly to make a to make a uh, make a good assessment on whether you're going to make this investment. He gives you long examples and stories and things of that nature. You're probably not going to feel comfortable doing it. And you're probably going to tune him out and you're going to and he's going to wonder why you never want to do business why you never want to listen and 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 uh, he can never convince you to do things and the reason being is because he didn't match and give you the information in the way that you want to get it you want to receive it many times we have those uh, those these type of connections and issues in relationships right you have two spouses one spouse likes a lot of information the other spouse Give me information quickly so that I can and only tell I don't want this long story. Just tell me what I need to know and where and what have you. And let me go ahead and let me go ahead and make my make my decision. Two different personalities. And sometimes they can cause conflicts, even though in a marriage, sometimes they may balance each other out. One person might have that may may like make quick decisions based upon short pieces of information. The other person might be analytical. And so therefore, they 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 balance each other out to make a good decision. And that same concept takes place when you're dealing with buying committees. So when you're dealing with your buyers, you're going to have to understand what are the four buying personalities that are out there. Now, there are four of them, as I mentioned, and they are driver, analytical, amiable, and expressive. Everybody that you encounter, whether it be on the phone where you're making setting up, trying to set up appointments, or whether it be as an AE, in an individual meeting, one-on-one, or in a committee, you're going to find that every person has a buying personality. Now, if we laid these buying personalities out in four quadrants, we plotted them out, and we said, for example, on the top left quadrant, we're going to say it's a driver. The top right quadrant is analytical. The bottom left quadrant is amiable, and the bottom right quadrant is going to be expressive okay now when you're dealing with people obviously people can fall into can shit can demonstrate person different types of personalities right you may have a person who's showing you that they are a driver but they're also making uh, asking for information and telling you things that an analytical person might be telling you. So a person does not always fall within dead square within one of those quadrants. So a person may not be 100% a driver. They may be closer to the line between analytical and a driver. In some cases, they may be more drive, more analytical than driver. It really depends on the personality. And you. what you have to do is understand what are the characteristics of each one of these personalities? What are the things that you need to listen for when you're in having a conversation that are going to be dead giveaways as to what this person is? And once you understand that, then you're going to be able to tailor your sales style and presentation to them. Because as a salesperson, 
you have to you have to be able to interact with all the different buying personalities. You can't just deal with drivers, for example, or just analyticals. Now, there here I will say this. You will feel comfortable more comfortable with certain types of buying personalities. That you will. But you have to be able to work within all of them. You have to be able to identify them. And the faster you're able to identify them, the better the outcome will be. Now, let's say if your role is an SDR. I know, uh, you know, being an SDR, you get someone on the phone, you have a very short window of time in which you need to be able to convey your information and be able to get an, ask for the appointment and get the appointment. Now, so for that very reason, if you're calling on certain individuals in certain types of positions, you're going to be able to kind of guess or have a good idea as a starting point as to how the person is. But you're going to have to be able to be very good at pivoting really quickly. So, for example, you may call a president or CEO of a company. You may think that that person is a driver. So you may open start by providing very quick and small pieces of information that are that's important to allow that person to make a to make quick to make a quick decision. But during the conversation, they may start asking questions and talking and, and giving indications that they're going they're, that they're thinking and analyzing. Well, what about this and what about that? Well, you know, I like to make I like to compare. I like to I need to be able to compare this with that which would then give you the indication that they are analytical. So now that person could be both a driver and analytical. So as president and CEO, you're going to find certain types of, uh, you know, a lot of times you're going to find them to be on the driver's side. They like quick pieces of information and make decisions pretty, pretty quickly. However, they may be analytical as well. They could also be amiable or expressive. So you have to be able to look at everything. Then you get to, you look at, say, for example, a CFO. And a CFO, typically, typically CFOs are analytical. Now, they also can be drivers, especially at a CFO level, because they are leaders and they want, if they, they may analyze things, but they make decisions analytically very, very quickly. And they don't like a lot long stories and things of that nature. So it's very important, like I said, for you to be able to identify the differences between those various components, those various personalities. Now, if you're dealing in an if you're selling with to a person individually, obviously that's the only person, the only personality that you have to deal with. When you're in a committee, however, so a committee of five, 10, 15, 20, 30 people. Now, as an AE, you have to manage all those different personalities. So when you're talking with uh, John or you're talking with Betty, you need to understand their different personalities really quickly and know this person is this way. I need to provide my information. I need to sell it to them in this manner. Once again, going back to my example if you don't communicate to a person in the way that they like to be communicated to, 
if you don't sell to their personality in the right way, you have the high, a high probability of that actual sale not being um, not coming out favorable for you. But if you understand that person's personality, number one, it's going to help you make decisions and and forecast better because you may be dealing with someone who they hate to tell you no, and so. If you at, you're starting to ask questions and, and getting and they they're constantly telling you, oh, you're you know, you're in great shape. You're in great shape. And that may be, you know, that's about that's a signal that, hey, if you're a young salesperson, you're getting a buying signal. Oh, man, they're going to buy from me. They're going to buy from me. As you've been in the industry for or the career for a while, you're going to learn. That's where the saying buyers are liars comes from somewhat. Really, the reality is that if you if you if you understand the buying person's personality you're going to be able to see whether they are their personality and whether they're tell, whether they're a person who's um, who's buying signal you should be reacting favorable to so for example if you're dealing with a driver a driver is very direct and so if they're giving you signals that that you are the vendor of choice then you should feel very you can you can pretty much feel pretty certain or pretty comfortable in understanding and knowing that you're leading at that point in time. Uh, if they're analytical, then they may tell may tell you give you signals that once again you're leading by telling you, hey, you know, I've done a comparison and right now you guys are better than this company in this way and this is better than this in this way. Um, but they're better than you in in here in this area is what I'm seeing. So now you know exactly where you are and you can then sell and get them to see how or understand if they're comparing you with these in, with this particular criteria, hey, which is the most important criteria? Because you might be leading in an area in three or four areas, but the one area you're losing in is the most important area to them. And so if you're analytical you're going to be able to understand that by asking questions and talking to them. Now, in the following week, in the weeks coming, we're going to go through each one of the four buying personalities. We're going to talk about what their characteristics are, how they typically present themselves, and give suggestions on how best to approach them. How best should you can give your information to make it so that you understand uh, that you're giving them the information the way they need it so that they can make good decisions and actually make a decision in your favor. Don't forget to go ahead and subscribe. So if you haven't at this time, don't forget, you can go ahead and you can subscribe to this podcast on Google Play, on Google Podcasts. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Speaker. You can also view, go to our website, which is www.blacksalesprofessional.com, and you can see all of the various episodes going back, and you can listen to anything that you may have missed to catch up. If you're a visual individual, like I am, tune in to our YouTube channel, Black Sales Professional, and you can see the various um, the various pre- uh, various podcast episodes as well as our Tuesday sales tip. If you haven't already, please join our LinkedIn group, Black Sales Professional as well, 
and contribute to it. We're trying to grow a, a community in which people can interact with each other and ask questions and network. Once again, next week, don't forget to tune in as I discuss the driver personality. This is James Fields. Till next time.